Alright, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Scary Show. I am Rob Scary, your host. Yes. Alright, let's talk about uh, the wiener. Let's talk about homie. And let's talk about the liberals losing their collective SH. Because they are losing their SH. They're losing. Now, we did a huge segment on this Friday. I will admit the great thing about moving the great thing well, there's a lot of great things about um my girlfriend being pregnant and I'm not gonna bore you and get all emo. But <laughs> one of the great things is the fact that our show got switched from uh, three hours in the morning to two hours at night. So when things break during the day or there's a big dump, a big Friday dump, after all, the daytime talk shows are off the air, we actually can talk about them. We can actually get deep into the muck because our program starts at 7.08 p.m. West Coast time. So Friday, we did, I think, two and a half hours on... Um, the FBI drop the Wiener. I think they're calling it Wienergate and the investigation. That's why I said if you go to the website, you can read all about the story. And it's a real good story. So like real good. It's long and it's 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 just it's good. It's check it out. Now, you know, when I listen to people, well, it's it, it's the people on the left that are losing their their crap about the fact that uh, Comey is doing this. And here's the thing, and I've said this about the Clintons before, and it's this that Clintons. The Democrat Party is the party of the Clintons. Even though Obama's the president, remember. Obama is really just the token. He is. Remember. For almost 40 years. We have either had a Bush or a Clinton. In one way, shape or form in the White House. This race, this election was supposed to be Hillary versus Jeb. If you think about it, starting 1980, there's been a Bush or a Clinton in the White House. Yeah, Reagan was the president. But Bush was the vice president. So you knew Bush, the Bush family, 
and the potential for Bush to be the president in 1980. Hell, in 1979. The lead up, because Daddy Bush ran for the presidency. So the Democrats are really the party of Clinton. Remember, that eight years of Obama was the token. It was the feel-good. It was, okay, we've done nothing for the black folk or minorities ever. Remember, Lincoln freed the slaves. Lincoln was a Republican. I mean, we could go through the whole from Jim Crow. We could go through the list. We can go through the list. But ultimately, when people say, well, what have the Democrats done for the black folk? Well, Barack Hussein Obama. There you go. There you go. That That is why... That is why, even though the black turnout for Hillary is not what it was for Obama, it's still pretty big. Okay? It's still pretty big. Why? Because they know, ultimately, they got Obama. Yeah. They don't really got any jobs. They don't really have any Academy Awards. You know, they, All the things that you hear black folk bitching about or people bitching for black folk all that stuff they don't got but they got a black president they got a black president and if Obama was white he wouldn't have been elected president the baggage that Obama had his background, I just, uh, look, uh, look, listen, look at, look at old ass Bernie Sanders. Above and beyond a, 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 a better candidate than Hillary Clinton. A, a, a speaker, uh, enthusiast, everything. But the Clinton machine found a way. To bury them. That's what they do. Rather it's their people at CNN. Their people in the black community. Remember when Bernie got his uh, microphone hijacked from him. At one of those rallies by the Black Lives Matter folk. Now remember when we talk about rigged election, why the media was freaking out about Trump, uh, you know, using that was because if you dig deep, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. And when you look at 2000 and the fact that we elected a president who lost the popular vote 
because we have an electoral college, the kink and flaw in the democracy was evident. And then if you really peel back the layers and you point to 1980 with a Bush to Obama as president with a Clinton in the White House, Secretary of State, you have a dynasty. You have a a monarch. You, You have something that is very similar to what goes on in Saudi Arabia or Russia or China. And then if you throw in the Donna Brazils at CNN and the John Harwoods at uh, CNBC, you start talking about a media that's controlled by a party. Remember, Obama was a token. It was black folk, you got no jobs, got no Academy Awards, you got nothing, but we're going to give you a black president. Just, just this one time. And to all you white people, you're going to vote for him. Why? Because of that horrible, horrible racial joke you laughed about. 15 years ago. You don't remember that? You don't remember the time that you were walking down the street and you clutched your purse because a young black man was walking your way? You don't remember that? And all of those those spots, those primal spots that hit white folk, that give them the white guilt and the white privilege, voting for Obama, freedom of those sins, freed them of being racist or laughing at a racial joke or clutching their purse or locking their doors at a stoplight when a black guy pulled up in a car and looked at them. All those things. All those things. Every single one of those things. So the Clinton dynasty, the, 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 the Clinton regime is the Democrat Party. And ultimately, what the Democrat Party wanted, the Clinton machine wanted, was for the FBI to say nothing until after the election and then after the election the FBI goes uh, here's uh, some information we need everybody to know we are reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton's server we found some emails uh, on uh, Huma Abedin's estranged like how they keep uh, saying that estranged husband Anthony Weiner's laptop we believe some of those emails some half a million 
possibly can contain classified information or information that was on Hillary Clinton's private server. And good day. We'll give you an update either after the inauguration or within the first couple months of Hillary's first term. That's what the Democrats wanted. That's what the Clintons wanted. And then what they would do is what they do all the time, and that's just steamroll through. And whatever happens, happens. And use all their contacts and whatever they have over the heads of certain people to get out of whatever mess they're in. Remember, the Democrat Party is the Clinton Party. It's not Obama's party. So it's not the Obama coalition. Yeah, you might have a whole bunch of black people voting, but it's always been the Clinton Party. It will always be the Clinton Party. You think if Hillary Clinton had run against George Bush in 2000 and there was a recount, she would have given up? That White House, hell no. You think if Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, she would have said, ah, you be the president. The people wanted you. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. So that's what the Clintons wanted. They wanted Comey. After his investigators were going through Anthony Weiner's computer and seeing emails pertaining to Huma, pertaining to the server, pertaining to government stuff. Because we're not 100% sure what stuff, but there's something there. I had this conversation with my old man Saturday, which is a pain in the ass to argue with a 79-year-old liberal on the phone in Rochester, New York. But I said, Father, don't you understand that there has to be something there for them to do what they did, for Comey to do what he did? did well they need to tell everybody but what they're saying what they're saying is he didn't know what was on those emails I said dad that's what they're saying that's what whatever liberal talk no it's not I said oh Jesus dad I go did Comey look at all 6600,000 No. But for Comey to do what he's doing, somebody had to, had to have shown him an email that was not Hillary and Uma talking yoga. You you follow me? There's no way Comey is going to reopen investigation There's no way Comey is going to get a search warrant. There's no way they're going to go to a judge 
and reopen this case on the pretense of emails involving Huma, Hillary, and proper yoga techniques. An FBI official had to have shown Comey something that was pretty heavy for Comey to give himself some space because at the end of the day, the election happens on the uh, Tuesday, and then what? Three weeks later, all of a sudden, James Comey does a press conference and says, we are reopening the investigation of Hillary Clinton's server. We have found emails on her assistant, Huma Abi. Do you know what kind of drama would have happened? I mean, I mean I, to a degree, I feel bad for Comey. Because he was really damned if he does and damned if he didn't. Because if he didn't say anything and waited until after the election, which is what the Democrats wanted, which is what the Clintons wanted, and then the working theory would be, hey, we got out of lying to Congress. We got out of lying to, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 a judge. We, we got out of all of this stuff involving spraying semen on an intern in the White House for months and months and months and months. We got out of uh, hash, taking out our penis and asking uh, a state worker to kiss the penis a little. I mean, we got out of way worse things. And uh, hell. If you're the president, you could do anything. That 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 was their mindset, and that's what they wanted. But what the hell kind of firestorm would have erupted if Comey waited until after the election? Because the same thing that the left is saying now is what the right would have been saying. Meaning, the left right now is saying for James Comey to do what he did. He's inserting himself in this election eight days before people have to vote. Matter of fact, something like 25,000 to 30,000 people have already casted their vote. He could be influencing the election. How dare he? He's corrupt. He's a scumbag. He's an a-hole. That's what the left is saying. Well... What if he waited until after the election? What if he waited until a month from Tuesday? What if he waited till December 2nd or December 3rd and came out with this news? Then you would have millions and millions and millions of people saying, well, why didn't we know this? Before the election, if I would have known this before the election, I would never have voted for Hillary. And you would have had people on the right saying what James Comey did influenced an election.
by him not saying this stuff until after the election, he influenced millions and millions of voters. Because if those voters would have known this information then, there's a chance they wouldn't have voted for Hillary Clinton. So either way, Comey was doomed. Either way, Comey was doomed. He was either hiding this information so that Hillary Clinton would be elected, or he was divulging this information eight days before the election to help Donald Trump win. And prior to this, when Comey recommended not to file criminal charges against Hillary Clinton, he was accused of being influenced by Obama and Loretta Lynch. Remember, Loretta Lynch hasn't popped her head up at all. Kind of like Huma. Huma's been off the campaign trail since the news broke Friday. There's been no Huma. Huma wasn't around Saturday. Huma wasn't around yesterday. And Huma's nowhere to be seen today. Loretta Lynch is nowhere to be seen. Loretta Lynch is the attorney general. We've heard from two. Think about this. We've heard from two retired or past attorney generals. But we haven't heard from the current attorney general. Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? And remember, that attorney general met with Bill Clinton a few days before the FBI recommendation, interviews. You guys remember that? Or you don't remember that? Or you do remember that? But I can't see you. Because you're listening on the radio. Remember, she met with Bill Clinton on the tarmac. Remember that. Bill Clinton purposely set up his plane to kind of crisscross Loretta Lynch's plane. So that he could get off his plane and board her plane. So they could talk for a half hour about their grandchildren. And about the weather. And whatever else Bill Clinton said they talked about. Not about the FBI investigation. Not about the campaign. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever to do with Hillary Clinton and the server 
only about grandchildren. So we haven't heard from Loretta Lynch. No, Loretta Lynch. Where's Loretta Lynch? Where's Loretta Lynch? No, Loretta Lynch. Why is there no Loretta Lynch? I heard from Alberto Gonzalez. I've heard from John Ashcroft. Heard from every attorney that goes on political shows. Alan Dershowitz. Everybody's chimed in on this. Josh Ernest, the White House press secretary. But no, Loretta Lynch. Isn't that strange to some of you? No Loretta Lynch. No Huma Abedin. There's not even 24-hour surveillance of Huma Abedin and or Anthony Weiner. You notice that? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. She she got she got robbed at gunpoint in in Paris. And there was about 25 reporters, photographers camped out of her house or her apartment back in New York to get a first glimpse of Kim K since she was kidnapped and robbed at gunpoint. You would think there would be 24-hour surveillance of Huma Abedin. The the, the the woman that's front and center of this investigation, along with her estranged husband. That's the other thing we keep hearing from the media. They keep wanting to make sure everybody knows that they're not together. And that's bull. It's bull. Huma Abedin is still with Anthony Weiner. They could say they're not together, but they're still together. Did you ever hear Huma Abedin come out and condemn Anthony Weiner? Did you? Did you? Any other wife that is involved with a chomo comes right out and says, I'm getting a divorce. It will be done in a day. And my husband, soon-to-be ex-husband, is a scumbag, is a pedophile, is a lowlife, and I hope he dies. You didn't hear that with Huma, did you? All that happened was a Hillary Clinton press release that said, okay, Huma and Anthony Weiner are going to get uh, separated and then divorced. That was it. And that was a few months ago. But they're still together. When whom is on the jet, where's the baby? We're, we're with Anthony. 
taking selfies near his penis. Yeah, the baby. The baby that they share is having its picture taken next to Anthony Weiner's penis. Huma Abedin had absolutely not one iota. Not, not 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 one iota. Not a thought to be divorced from Anthony Weiner. She's been dealing with Anthony Weiner and his sexting and every other creepy weirdo thing that he does for what? Five, six years? Seven years? Eight years? It's been going on year after year after year after year. This isn't new. Jared Fogle, the subway guy, his wife divorced him in less than a month. Not only did the wife divorce him, but she then filed a lawsuit against Subway for X amount of millions of dollars because she says they knew he was a pedo. So don't tell me Anthony Weiner is the estranged. If Anthony Weiner was a disgusting, pedo, lowlife to Huma Abedin, when pictures of her child being used as a dick prop were plastered all over the newspapers, you would have heard a more strongly worded letter than the one we heard. So, Huma's not on the campaign trail, but there's no press wondering what's up. Loretta Sturls Lynch there. She's hiding. You would would think the press would be camped out where Loretta Lynch lives, where she works somewhere. You would think the press would be all over. Loretta Lynch. What's your comments? When did you know about this? What's going on? What about blah, 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 blah. have you seen? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I have silence. I, again, isn't that a little weird? Like I said, I, I, I imagine. Imagine, imagine if the all the roles are reversed here. Imagine if all the world, it would, oh my God. If this was Kellyanne Conway, there'd be people camped out in front of her house. They'd be following her kid. It'd be, please. So I will admit, 
Comey was in a weird position because what does he do? You wait till after the election? And for millions of people? And let's face it. If Donald Trump is as big as scumbag, degenerate, I want war, I want to kill everybody. If, if he is as bad as the Democrats say, and all of this news involving Hillary is baked in the Hillary crap cake, then what's it matter, Right? What's it matter? This shouldn't matter. Why are the Democrats freaking out? Why, 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 why is this like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Why? If Trump is going to blow up the world, if he is a, 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 a raper, and Hillary Clinton is just so wonderful and she's so smart. She's like the little boy in uh, Forrest. Is he? Is she smart, Jenny? She, she's so smart. If that's the case, then what's it matter? Like Bill Maher said, you could find John Benet Ramsey's body in Hillary Clinton's basement, and it wouldn't matter to him. So what's it matter? Remember, I said by Wednesday, I said by Wednesday there would be some new sex scandal involving Trump. Like number 14. You thought it was done with the porn star or the the has-been porn star. And then they uh, rolled out Miss Finland. But people are like, oh, come on, man. Stop already. But you know what? Maybe they'll pull out a nun. I, get, I, I said Friday by Wednesday, a nun will... Well, I, I didn't say a nun. I just said a new sex scandal will pop up by Wednesday. Now I'm saying it'll probably be a nun. It'll probably be a nun who will say Donald Trump raped her with a crucifix. In a confessional. And she was a black nun. And he kept calling her a dirty N nun. I know I hate using saying N because we sound like children, but. By Wednesday, it'll be like, you N nun, come here, sister N. Get over here. That's my prediction. Now, uh, they started today. And it's so funny because this uh, Eric Eichenwald. He's a Newsweek hack. Eric Eichenwald. Newsweek. They're owned by the same company that owns Daily Beast that has Chelsea Clinton as a board member. She's a president. So Newsweek is, is just another liberal Clinton hack magazine. But they have Trump on the cover. And it goes, Trump's email problem. 
Because apparently Trump, you know, when he was Secretary of State, he got rid of email. Exactly. What's it matter? We're not talking about the Secretary of State. We're talking about a businessman. But Eric Eichenwald, he says during Trump's career as a, as as the world's worst businessman there's been times where where he's gotten rid of emails and he's lied about his server and I watched him on Chris Matthews and Chris Matthews is like wow what a coincidence that that is on the front pa- what timing and Eric Eichenwald's like yeah huh <laughs> Like they were, they were, they were legitimately trying to convey to anybody that was watching them that the timing was nothing more than a coincidence, and the way they were doing it made them look so stupid. They look like high school kids. Look like two high school kids that lied to like their their. You know where you got like three friends, and the two friends are closer than the than than they are to with the third person, and they do something, and they exclude the third person, and then the third person finds out or catches them, or or you know just stumbles upon it, and they make up some weirdo excuse, and it's obvious that they're full of crap. That's what was going on today. It was like, oh, wasn't wow, what a coincidence? Yeah, okay, coincidence. Just like there's a new uh, time story tonight. Haven't gotten a chance to uh, to read it. People are just telling me that it's all about Trump and some tax loophole that he exploited. Where uh, he didn't pay tax. I mean, oh, again. It's like, dude, you you, you guys are, are, are coming up with with with. Op-ed stuff with with Oppo talking about him being a businessman and doing what businessmen are supposed to do, which is what's best for business. But yet he's supposed to be the world's worst businessman. That's what's funny. It's like Trump is a is a business failure. He's a this is a failure and that's a failure and he's a loser and. But yet, he's smart enough to hire tax accountants and individuals that know tax code to get him to pay as little tax as possible. I don't know. Seems pretty smart to me. But the liberals, they always, the liberals want everything both ways. They, they want everything both ways. So Trump is a horrible businessman. He's a loser. He's a failure. But look at all these tax codes that he's exploited. Look at all these things that he's done to take advantage. Well, then is he a smart business? No, he's not. Those are other. Well, didn't he hire those people? Yeah, oh, then doesn't that make him a smart businessman? No. Oh, get the... Uh, God, slap this liberal right in his face. Rip his t 
Nikita with no anesthesia like in the Marathon Man. Oh, man. So that's the new art. So we so we have the Newsweek article that that just hit the stands about Trump and his emails. Remember, he's he's the loser businessman. He's the failure. But he came up with all these sophisticated ways to dodge subpoenas and things of that nature and delete emails. Okay. And now the new New York Times story is. Trump using these sophisticated tax codes and tax machines to dodge tax it. Well, he didn't go to jail. So if he, if he hasn't done anything to break the law, then that means he has hired people that are pretty smart at maneuvering money and tax code to have Trump and people associated with Trump pay as little tax, if any tax, as possible. You know, people forget Trump is not his own company in the sense where he just sits in a a penthouse and he's like a day trader and he just moves stocks. And that's how he gets wealthy and, and, and he just takes care of himself. There's a guy that has corporations that employ tens of thousands of people. You can't argue that. You you can't argue that when you go to the Trump Hotel in Vegas, there's hundreds of people that work there. You can't argue that any of the hotels or any of the golf courses or any of the properties associated with any of his entities hire Hundreds and thousands of people. So whatever Trump does in business to succeed or try to succeed, that just helps the people that work for him. So ultimately... Somebody says, well, Trump is using these sophisticated tax codes and machines to not pay these tax. And ultimately, if he has money, then his companies have money and the people that work for these companies have money and they get paid and then they go out and buy food and they buy clothing and they buy shoes and they pay their rent. He's not just pushing money through a computer system on Ameritrade. And then he makes a million dollars and sticks it in the bank. So we got a Times article that comes out tonight. We got the Newsweek article that comes out uh, yesterday. And now I guess we'll get the Trump raping a nun and then calling her a N Wednesday. Because listen, I I told my old man, I said, Dad, you don't think there's going to be a a, a crazy, wacky, unbelievable story that hits next week? What? What? We already know the Trump and the girls. I go, it doesn't matter. 
Right now, there's nothing for the media to talk about. Right now, there's nothing to distract them or or for them to purposely be distracted. Now, if a nun comes out and says Trump raped her in a confessional and then called her a dirty N, they could talk about that. They don't have to talk about Huma Abedin. They don't have to talk about Loretta Lynch. They don't have to talk about the fact that all of these emails are on Anthony Weiner's laptop and Huma Abedin goes, I don't know how they got there. What do you mean you don't know how they got there? Nobody in the media is just saying to any of these liberal pundits, hey, listen, time out. Don't you think it's weird that Huma Abedin has no idea how 600,000 emails got on Anthony Weiner's laptop? Now, I said Friday that it's Anthony Weiner selling out Huma and the Clintons. Remember, Wiener right now is under investigation for being a pedophile. That's jail time. That means you're tossing salad for about 10 years at Rikers Island or Otisville. So it's, hey, I can give you emails. I can give you dirt, but you you, you can't put me in Rikers Island. I, I, I can't be somebody's bitch for 10 years. I can't be the prison bitch for 10 years. Okay? Carlos Danger cannot be tossing salad. So now that was my theory Friday. That's what we talked about Friday. But here's, here's... A new theory. Now, I don't know which theory is correct, but you know what I'm thinking now? This is what I'm thinking now, okay? Are you ready? I'm thinking these emails were purposely put on Anthony Weiner's laptop. All of these emails were purposely put on a laptop that was owned by someone that the FBI would need a reason to go after and look. You follow me? If Huma Abedin has this information on anything that she owns, it's logical for the FBI or the Justice Department or whoever. When they're doing their investigation to say, hey, Huma, we need your laptop. We need your phone. We need your stuff. They wouldn't say... Hey, we want your husband's stuff because the husband has nothing to do with the Clinton administration. It has nothing to do 
with whom? So in turn, if you want to hide something, you put it on your husband's computer. It's kind of like when you have a chick's phone number or a guy's phone number, because maybe you're a chick, in your cell phone and you have that name be completely somebody else. So instead of putting Katie, you put Bob. You put Bob Stadenko. So now, if Bob Stadenko texts you or Bob Stadenko calls you and somebody happens to get your phone, the missed call is Bob Stadenko. The text says Bob Stadenko. So if you're Huma Abedin and you have information that you want to be safe and you actually can deny certain things, you would put folders of emails on your husband's computer. Now, it's flawless. It's perfect. And it has a 99.9% success rate. Unless that person, unless that person gets busted for something that would make authorities go on to his computer. And what's the chances of this? As Huma Abedin is transferring files onto her husband's computer, which reports say the files were labeled something completely different. So while Huma is labeling these files and keeping these files on Wiener's computer, She had no idea that Wiener was using that computer to pick up children. Or she did. But I'm I'm, I'm beginning to think, yeah, she knows he's a creepo. Yeah, she knows he's a chomo. 
But, but, she doesn't know he would be using the computer that she's using to hide over a half a million emails. Because if you go through the Comey investigation as far as all the paperwork and all that information, when the staff of Clinton are mailing computers through the mail and they're doing the things that they were doing, it's obvious that they were a bunch of careless retards. It's obvious that it wasn't some top-notch computer, you know, geniuses. Remember one of their people went on a Reddit forum to ask about wiping out servers? So think about it. It's completely plausible to think when they were going through emails, whether it was Cheryl Mills or Huma. Remember, nobody's closer to Hillary than Huma. Huma knows where all the bodies are buried. Huma knows where all the bodies are buried. So it's not crazy to think Huma had the job of going through the emails and pulling out the ones that nobody could see. It was her job. To take those emails out of what was going to be given to the FBI, log those emails, and hide those emails. Now, you would say, well, Rob, why wouldn't they just delete them? Well, if a lot of those emails pertain to business that's not Secretary of State business. Emails that pertain to money owed. Clinton Foundation stuff. Bill Clinton stuff. I mean, listen, not to be, you know, Goofy, but my email account, my Yahoo account, I must have 5,000 emails in there that have already been written or been, been read that I haven't deleted. And even the ones that I deleted, I haven't gone back through and emptied the mailbox, you know, the, the trash can. I mean, I got thousands of emails that I haven't deleted I don't know why. There's some things I just go, I don't want to throw that away. And I think to myself, why not? It's, it's, it's an 11-year-old email. It's the same reason why people 
have 58 cats in their house. And they have newspapers dating back to the 1930s. This is the same reason. Hillary Clinton's 70 years old. There's emails she didn't want thrown away. There's emails that she needed reference for. But these emails also have incrimination on them. So what does Huma do? She puts them on Wiener's computer. Because nobody's going to look at Wiener's computer. You need a warrant to look at Wiener's computer. And why would anybody need a warrant to look at Wiener's computer? Well, if Wiener was emailing children and saying that he would have sex with them so hard they would walk funny for a week, yeah. But Humi doesn't know that. Now, it's an alternate theory. Maybe it's a theory that uh, is cuckoo. Maybe it's a theory that is Alex Jones conspiratorial. Maybe my liberal friends would say, that's speculation, you can't speculate. Well, you guys do a pretty good job at speculating that Russians are behind all of these hackings. Even though I'm pretty sure the Russians didn't take these half a million emails and put them on Wiener's laptop. Although, maybe that's the strategy. Maybe when you hear Huma Abedin say, I don't know how these emails got on my husband's computer. Maybe they're banking on uh, millions and millions and millions of low-information voters would believe the narrative that Russian hackers took these emails and then hacked Anthony Weiner's computer and stuck them in folders on his desktop and labeled those folders something innocuous as to not give away the contents of what's in those folders. Maybe, maybe that's the plan. Maybe that explains why Huma goes, I don't know how this got on there. I, what do you mean you don't know? To me, Huma saying she doesn't know automatically paints the picture of my first theory, which was Friday, and that being... Wiener sold Huma out and Clinton out and did this to save his own ass because he doesn't want to toss ass in Rikers Island. Then it's like something out of some, you know, designated survivor or West Wing or House of Cards where Huma's taking a shower and washing her dirty Islamic ass while Anthony's downloading emails 
for a later use, just in case. And here we are a year or two later, and that just in case is now. Because the feds caught him texting with a 14-year-old girl about busting her in half. And now he's using his get-out-of-busting-a-14-year-old-in-half-free card. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm doing what the left does. They speculate on Donald Trump. Oh, he's in cahoots with the Russians. He's in cahoots with, uh, uh, I don't know, the Polacks. <laughs> he's in cahoots. I don't know. He's in cahoots with everybody. He's in, he's in cahoots with, with everybody. I'm doing what they love to do. They speculate. We're not allowed to do it on the right. Because when we do it, we're conspiracy theorists. We're nothing more than a bunch of Alex Jones, (laughs) chemtrail-loving, Newtown school-shooting crazies. But who knows, right? Who knows? It's Rob Zakari Show. You guys are the best, man. Seriously, you guys are the best. That's it. We're wrapping it up, man. We're wrapping it up. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to us on Spreaker at Spreaker.com. You can listen to us on iTunes. That's iTunes.com. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. That's BlogTalkRadio.com. And you can, of course, go to iHeartRadio. Type in Rob Zakari Show. And you can listen to us. Go to Twitter. Go to Facebook, go to YouTube. We are everywhere that you want to be. We are everywhere that you need us to be. It's Rob Zakari, the Rob Zakari Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe, be good. Don't take it.